Welcome to Welcome the Gun Show. I am joined by Derek. Hello, everybody. And Garrett. Hey, everyone. And uh, tonight we're going to have a little bit of a mixed bag of nuts. Uh, yeah. Not just the three of us, but in terms of topics too. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to open up with, uh, with some exciting Terek news. And then we'll, uh, we'll, we're moving into talking about some, some carry gear, some holster recent changes and uh, our thoughts on those and why we did it and what we're going to do going forward. And then once we run out of shit to talk about those things, it's probably just going to get random. So good luck. <laughs> lead us in with, uh, with your news. I'm on leave. <laughs> the other news. My back sore. The more public news. Because <laughs> I'm scared of where this goes from my back. <laughs> I may have to see a doctor in another three and a half hours. Um, so we, uh, uh, long story short, TLDR. Um, we were we were involved in in a in a new publication that that basically was launched this week the, the complete professional hunter's handbook um, and uh, it's authored by by some serious sort of experts in that field um, and then some loud obnoxious podcast dude got to uh, write four pages in there on uh, on handguns for for the professional hunter. Um, based on a whole lot of very, very interesting test, test, testing we've been doing with some 10 more stuff in that. So uh, the book is available um, from, uh, I'll tell you now, www.huntacademyhunt, so spell it right, huntacademy.co.za. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. How do you spell that? Because I'm aware of which obnoxious, like you, that, podcaster wrote the and i think it spell might be spelled it. a different way to spell it with an h with a h <laughs> not with a, a corn not with a corn so it's very cool it's actually it's it's a um it's a nice like coffee table style book it's a big thick hard cover um book and they've got everything imaginable in there um and uh yeah it was kind of cool getting to to submit my tiny little bit into there, um, but uh, the guys who actually wrote it are uh, are very very switched on. So even if you're not interested in being a professional hunter, um, or you, but you have an interest in hunting, um, it might be worth checking out. And it looks really cool on, the, on your coffee table. It's got an awesome front cover. It's like all black with this big sort of dugger boy on the front. Um, so uh, buy it. Be cool. Awesome. I'll uh, I'll link that in the show notes. Um, Thanks. There we go. Cool stuff, T-Bag. Nice. Great. And uh, if you guys want to, and T doesn't know about this yet, but if you subscribe to uh, Welcome to the Gun Show on OnlyFans, um, <laughs> Tarek will, will read that four pages to you in like sexy man voice. I mean, we're losing Tarek. He's running away. <laughs> I think he's off to go find the OnlyFans page. 
<laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and now, Tarek. Page, page 135 to 138, in case you're wondering. 6.5.7, handguns for professional hunters. Traditionally, when one thinks about PHs and firearms, one of two pictures enters your mind. Either a magnificent double in some manner of big bore stopper cartridge or a well-worn bolt gun in something like 458 or maybe 375. Catch the rest of that on OnlyFans. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I mean, I, I know that my mom now listens to these. So oh. I'm going to say two things. Mom, don't Google OnlyFans. And two other things. <laughs> 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 Hi, Corns, mom. Sorry. Hi, Corns, mom. Because <laughs> I, I got some questions when I went to go see them the other day. And they're like, so you're going to PE? I'm like, how do you know that? No, no, we, we we listened. This dude said he's going to make you fuck drunk. <laughs> I'm like, okay, oh, you listen to the show. <laughs> Maybe we should do like a little fake link for your parents, like like a little five-minute show where, where we behave and discuss good, well-behaved things and stay sober. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like more work and less fun, so... We shall leave it there. <laughs> if you grab me a picture or if Leanne grabs me a picture of you holding that book like that, mm. not now, but we'll make that the uh, cover art for the show. Awesome. No, I'll, I'll probably put pants on for the picture. Um, well, I was thinking just like waist up, but <laughs> whatever. <laughs> uh, you have to hold the book by your face, not by your head. So, so pants remain optional. Yeah, pants remain optional. I don't think I've recorded a show in the last two months with pants on. Mm, can confirm. It's <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> um, uh, in, in, in other news, um, our, uh, the, the, the uh, Zero Mic Bullet stuff should be um, sort of ready to go prime time in, in January. Um, so that's going to be really exciting. Um, so keep an eye awesome. out for that. Uh, we, uh, <clears throat> they are a new show sponsor. Yes. We're like capitalists. We've sold our souls. Um, we should probably have led with that. Well, they're not paying us that much. Okay. Well, we'll plug them better in a, in a, in a coming show. uh but that's uh we've been working on 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 kind of getting everything there for the last couple of months sort of exactly where we want it uh and that's that's been a it's been an exciting sort of process and it's been really really cool but um you guys have played around with the the latest bullets and that and they're that that new coating you're not going to say much about it i'm just going to say it's game changing in terms of smoke from coated bullets it is amazeballs uh-huh. um, like it's it's the same as shooting my uh, my my cmjs that i i've been shooting for years which is pretty high accolades for for a coated bullet yeah we're very excited about those we're very proud of those it took uh 
there was a lot of testing and there was a lot of guns that was tested in to make sure it did that in everything. Uh, yeah. So that's been really cool. So yeah. forgive us our capitalism, but uh, you do need bullets if you listen to this, I hope. So buy bullets. Spend less time arguing with people on the internet and more time shooting guns. Listen to the uh, Q&A episode that'll be going up uh, on Thursday after this episode drops. There is a talk about how to spend your money effectively um, for shooting. It's a buy blue press. And once you've had, like, have a blue press, you're going to have, need some bullets. So. Oh, I was thinking about hookers and blow. Uh, that was also in that show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't spend your money on that. <laughs> I've heard that those come free once you become a sponsored shooter. So don't spend your money on that. Spend your money on, on bullets and training and stuff. And then that'll come later. It's like speed. Yes, you don't have to my- go fast. Speed just comes. Oh, man. Cool. Guess why have you not shared the hookers and blow with us? Which one? The blowing hookers? What? Well, you're a sponsored shooter. And according to Corn, that means you get hookers and blow. Uh, he's he's not a hundred percent sponsored shooter. I don't I don't think that uh, needing a day job still is where you get those perks. I think once you get to like, you know, shoot for a living. Oh, you mean both the people in the world who do that? Because I think there's maybe two of them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know who those people are, but <laughs> one of them shoots a Taurus. It's kind of weird. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave that there. <laughs> no, Corn doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> that's Gaz's way of saying. I am not a sponsored this, shooter. <laughs> that's why his camera's off now. There is a reason <laughs> I'm not a sponsored shooter. <laughs> just remember, he doesn't like cocaine, he just likes the way it smells. <laughs> uh, welcome to the gun show. Does not endorse or condone the use of illegal drugs, and this is said for comedic purposes, yada, yada, fish-based, get a sense of humor. Cool stuff. Now that we have the uh, disclaimers out the way, um, Mr. Evans, Yo. I believe you recently got a shipment of uh, VG2s that uh, are for sale through DVC Technologies. Yeah. Uh, DVC Technologies recently got some Raven Concealment Systems uh, Vanguards, VG2s in. We've got some Coyote brown ones for your normal Glock 19, 17, 34, 22, the 40 range as well. They're, and the 45 some, and the 10 miles. Oh, sorry, yeah. All the Glocks. And wow. then, uh, well, and then we've got some black ones for the Glock 48s and the 43X. And then we've got some of the Neo Mag, um, mag carriers for the Glocks. Cool stuff. Yeah. So uh, you you started carrying in a VG2, didn't you? So I got a VG2 about a year and a half ago, and then Sasha got, got hold of it for a Glock 19, and I haven't seen it since. <laughs> um, so I've been looking for another one, and then the opportunity came about. So I carried with a VG2 today with my Glock 19X. And one thing I can say is that it felt like the gun concealed a little bit easier because you don't have all the bulk of the holster. And for once, it felt like I was carrying a Glock 19. Um, I've battled a little bit with the 19X feeling like I've been carrying a Glock 17, which I did do for quite a while. The, the VG2 really is, it is an awesome holster. And I think in summer with my work environments, being in hot areas, 
uncomfortable positions, having a smaller, more compact holster like the, the VG2 is, is really, it's game changing actually. So question, um, the VGs that you got in, do they have the claw on them or not? Uh, no, no, they don't. Okay. Okay. I just, just out of curiosity, because I know you can, because uh, yeah. I've had a VG2 for a couple of years and I carried without a claw for a while and then I added an RCS, so I added their, their own uh, claw to it and I've carried in that quite a bit. Hmm. Um, honestly, I think they work really well either way. Um, yes. And the, the whole patterns are standard, so you can find other claws and things if you do decide that you need one. But uh, my experience in, in carrying it in both configurations is I didn't need it. Yeah. No, I mean, just having the VG2 as it is without the claws is perfect as well. Yep. And uh, yeah, I mean, I uh, one of my VG2s, I've got a couple of VG2s. I think they're, just, I think they're useful things to have. Um, you know, if you're going to go somewhere where you've got to stick your gun in a bag or you've got more than one gun with you, for whatever reason, you know, you're coming home from the range and you're going to stop and get lunch or something. Um, it's a really nice thing that if you're going to stick it in a bag that you can clip it on the trigger guard, um, you know, or as a quick run up to the shops and buy bread and milk sort of thing, um, you know, that, that can be really, really convenient. One of mine, I even stuck a, a DCC clip on. Um, that works really well as well. Uh, uh, in fact, I think I may have stuck those on two of mine. Yeah, so I, I run a DCC on mine, but I run the, the DCC behind the belt clip on it. Mm. I've got uh, one of those on so one you, of mine. So you don't even need a belt to carry it in that config. It is awesome. Mm. Um, belts help. I'm not saying don't, don't wear a belt, but you don't strictly need one uh, because they clip onto the pants and not onto the belt. Very, very cool. Nice, yeah. compact bit of kit. And like T said, um, if you're going to stick a loaded gun in a bag, uh, having one of those as a trigger guard is a really, really good idea. Uh, and you can also configure them with like a, like a drawstring if you're going to. I, I don't really like dedicated sort of off-body carry, but if you're going to have a bag that's got quick access, um, having one of those and just tying a piece of like, uh, like bungee cord, well, not bungee cord, but like paracord or something through the holster and to the inside of the bag. So when you draw, it'll disengage, um, but you'll have a gun that's safe to carry loaded um, the rest of the time. Those are really, really cool. I think they, they, they do actually come with a piece of paracord for you to set yeah, up. They, they do. Yeah, because the original Vanguard was was the, the trigger guard cover with the, the paracord. Um, and that can work really well as well for, for, for a lot of people. They're yeah. pretty cool. They're nice things to have. Sorry, Charles, yeah. they won't fit your P10. Ooh. Yeah. Also, Charles, <laughs> if you shoot that P10 more, it'll look like Gaz's uh, G19. Saying that what? you need to like what? take sandpaper to it and uh, and and make it look used is kind of not the right. More petal Cerakote Gaz's logo on it. Yes, actually. <laughs> wow. <laughs> So I mean, if you are going to do the sandpaper it. trick, just remember that you have to start with a lower grit so that it's rough and then finish it off with, as you go up, go higher in grit, and then you get a decent finish like this one. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> Makes sense. And, and um, if, you, if you do enough with a rough grit, 
you'll take enough weight off that slide that it will shoot more better. It'll yeah. cycle like an open gun, really fast and really flat. Because we all know that flat's what you want. So, so many off-color jokes available. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Boys and girls, so, just another disclaimer. Never ever take technical advice from corn. <laughs> Unless it's for 1911s, then you can. I mean, he's a relatively good editor and he apparently knows things about computers and shit. And 1911s. He gets lucky sometimes. Oh. oh. <laughs> right you better shoes. hope that you don't have 1911s that don't work in the future. <laughs> right you might get lucky again. <laughs> <laughs> if he even shows up and tries. <laughs> uh, I've got half your guns and fucking uh, as hostages. This is mm. true. Well, actually, no. You you actually have, I think, less of them than some other places do at the moment. I've got some nice ones, though. You do. You do have some really nice ones. That's what she said. Um, so, speaking of beltless carry you guys received some new setups today um which is the holster enigma so i'm not yeah i'm right i think you're gonna say it right it's enigma ah okay let me try enigma <laughs> oh there we go sexy well, nice well i'll need Drawings. to cut that section out and tag john and it's because <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> so we have to put an age restriction just on that line just on that line. <laughs> uh, yeah, People so... ovulating just hearing that. <laughs> I think half the audience might now be pregnant. <laughs> um, yeah, so um, Tarek fetched his Fulster from uh, Hailstorm this morning and mine got delivered um, like basically at the same time that Tarek fetched his. I had so, mine in my hand before Kuna had his, just for the record. By like two minutes. I had mine in my hand before Kuna had his, for the record. That's I what didn't she even said. have to drive anywhere. <laughs> I got to play with my new gun while I got mine. Mm. I would. Derek is famous for having his hands on his. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so before this gets any more off color uh we'd like to say thanks to dion and the other guys at hailstorm for uh, bringing these in um i uh i've set mine up and i've carried in it for the whole day um now the whole day isn't like 24 hours but uh i haven't carried in something that isn't an enigma today um very, very impressed so far. I've, uh, and I think I've mentioned this in the show a couple of times. I've had some lower back pain issues for probably a couple of years. And I think it's all related to belt tension in, uh, in the way that I carry. And, uh, like it's, it's early, but I haven't had any of that pain today. Like none of it. Um, because I can one have my belt that's in that tender area looser. And I can run the uh, the Enigma belt up higher, uh, so all that that pressure and tensions away from that area. Super, super cool. 
And for the record, it's not a belly band or even close to a belly band. Mm. It's not a belly band. It's also not a holster. It's like a... And it's not a belt. Like an advert now. It's a modular chassis or something. Oh, it's, it's, a, it's a modular chassis. <laughs> I'm busy, I've been busy trying to put mine together. It is quite complicated to assemble, and I'm not a clever man. Um, but I do seem to have mine actually assembled now in like less than a day. Uh, and I'm just finalizing the setup. Uh, yeah, so I need to fiddle with mine setup a bit. Um, I assembled it in sort of the, the, the default configuration that John recommends uh, as a starting point. And uh, carried like that all day, like I said, very comfortable. I can get a really good firing grip on the gun coming out the holster. Uh, which is an improvement over what I used to get, where uh, the spacing between the belt and the sort of front strap of the of the grip on the gun was a little bit tighter than I would like it to be. Um, it's not concealing as well for me right now as my holster did pre-Enigma, but it's in the default config, nothing's been adjusted, and it's seriously not far off. Um, I think with a little bit of fiddling tomorrow, this thing is going to disappear. Um, like it's, it's, it's not far off from what I had to begin with, with just the holster. It's, it's impressive. And you can carry again. Naked. <laughs> yes. Well, then you'd have two guns exposed. Well, I've got the big one, which is my Glock 48. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then he's got that sub micro compact that he carries around with him since birth. <laughs> Are you licensed for that thing? <laughs> or it, like, just issue it. So, um, with with the Enigma, it sounds like you had to go through a fair amount of setup with it. Is it just a case of getting it configured to a point that it works? And then, like, what I found whenever I go to a new holster, there's, there's a couple of days of fiddling to get it to suit you and fit the way you want it to. Do you think that it, the Enigma is going to be about the same as that? Sounds yeah, like there's yeah. a few more moving parts. Yeah, you know, the, the, the whole package is a little bit more complicated because it's not just the, um, it's not just the whole, so basically what it is is, and, and if you Google um, Fulster Enigma, you can kind of see it, um, your, your holster attaches to it. Um, so as, as opposed to being a holster, you know, taking your normal holster and sticking it on your belt, it's, it's sort of a, a belt system with this sort of wing out of, some sort of cool space age space material, age material. Um, that your holster attaches to, and then it's you. You can you can adjust uh, how the its belt. It's got its own little standalone belt that it carries on. You can adjust how that belt um, uh, interfaces with the with the, the sort of the the main body of it, um, and how, and as a result, how your holster sits. Um, angle wise and then you know you, you can adjust its height completely independent of your pants um, so for someone who's working in an environment where like deep concealment is a thing or you know someone who who, who wears uh, you know tracksuit pants or yoga pants no corn no yoga pants um, or you know who wears a lot of beltless sort of clothing or that 
it's quite cool. I'm I'm quite keen on, on the concept just from it be able you know being able to to fine tune a little bit more of, of where the gun sits you know with with normal clothing and that as well. And then yeah, you know, not having a, a big heavy belt um, kind of cinched across your lower back because I'm old and broken. Um, you know, so even on a good day that hurts. If I can, if I can reduce that, that'll be even better. So the uh, some of the really cool things about the Enigma is one, it doesn't. Well, it does matter what holster you have because it needs to match a certain uh, hole spacing configuration in order to be compatible. Um, so it's not that every single holster on the planet is going to work with it, but there is a a list of if it supports three types of claws. It'll be it'll work with this holster, uh, with, with the Enigma. Um, cool things is you're no longer tied to belt loop location uh, because we've all had where you need to move your gun slightly uh, to a slightly different position depending on what pants you're wearing. Um, so unless you're very lucky like me who just lives in jeans, for the most part where the, the loops are consistent because I wear the same stuff, um, when I switch to like more formal wear, it's always been a little bit of a ball ache because I can't have my gun where I prefer having it from a comfort point of view and a conceivability point of view. Um, T mentioned the fact that you can adjust ride height and that's not you adjust ride height based on the mounting of the holster. You adjust ride height by literally placing the gun on your body and, and positioning exactly where you want it and then you tighten the belt and the belt is, a, is, a, is an infinite uh, adjustment. So you just, you just pull it and tighten it. Um, it supports things like cant, so you can adjust the way that the, the firearm is canted. <laughs> um, you can also adjust things like grip rotation, so what you would typically get um, by sort of tightening your belt down with a claw on it, so where you pull that grip into your body. Um, and it has a degree, and I haven't played with this enough, but it has a degree of controlling um, sort of muzzle direction so how much the muzzle tips into your body versus how much it tips out uh, so how much more it tucks the grip of the gun um super super cool um it's it's a little bit complicated to get assembled uh the first time so once you've done one it makes sense and i'm sure that you can do it in in no time it's it's not super complex and it's not like people can't do it um, I did have to watch the assembly video a couple of times and I had to take it apart once because uh, <laughs> apparently I didn't follow the instructions. <laughs> I mean, if, if I could put one together, then like, hey, you know, special needs monkey can put one together. Well, it's not instructions. It's called constructions, dude. Exactly. Um, yeah, so, so if you've got a holster that'll take the, the, the raven wing, uh, the dark, dark wing, wing uh, and the uh, mod um, yeah the mod wing so uh, the Fulster skeleton I think fits the, the Fulster pro some of the dark star gear stuff um, James custom stuff fits on Joe, James custom uh, I know um, Michael at Daniel's at Daniel's holsters he's got some holsters he's put together that, that take the raven wing so I would assume those would interface with it as well um so, so this, uh, this is going to be stupid, hmm. but do you realize that you could run, 
you could run a VG2 on <laughs> Yeah, I was just looking at it and I'm like, oh. The reholstering well, there would be a challenge, though. That's what I'm saying. It would be yeah. stupid. but <laughs> I have seen pictures of it done. Uh, yeah, I'm not recommending this configuration. Um, getting the Enigma on and off um, is slightly more complex than just sticking on a uh, your, your general holster onto your belt. And the reason for that is this is basically designed for you put your gun on and then you dress over it. Um, so it's not for, for a VG2, you're going to have to remove the holster to safely reholster. And you don't yeah. really want to be dropping trowel to disengage the leg strap on the uh, Enigma so that you can take your holster off safety re, like reholster again. Um, it will work. Not recommending it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dungaroos. Dungaroos. Yes. That's the one. Um, Stuff is surprisingly light. Like it's it's really space age material that he's using. Like super, super cool. And the clip, not not really on the leg strap. I find that thing to be a little bit fiddly. But the clip for the belt is bloody it's cool. cool. Yes, it's, it's a weird uh, magnetic job. It's very cool. Yeah, nice. it's, it's it's a magnetic um link. So you just get it sort of slightly half aligned and it just goes click. Um and then it's got a, a little Sorry, I didn't catch that. Just one more time. (laughs) (laughs) So it's very cool. Uh, Just it just tips into place, and then there is a sort of mechanical latch that you need to lift in order to get it to to disengage. Uh, Really easy to disengage, but I've like pulled mine around and twisted and stuff, and it it doesn't disengage unless you lift lift that little flap. Uh, Really cool. Wow. So I think there's ten of these in the country, as I understood it. Uh, well, ten of these that came in through a hailstorm. I'm not sure if anyone else has uh, imported stuff themselves. I kind of doubt it, but could be. Uh, so there's probably going to be quite a bit of feedback on these, uh, on sort of local gun groups and things of guys testing them and, and fiddling with them and testing with different holster setups and things. It's quite a useful Facebook group, Fulster Concealment Concepts or something. Um, yeah, I can looking for find the, the uh, exact name. Uh, Full Stick Concealment Workshop. Um, and it's spelled P-H-L-S-T-E-R. Um, so, you know, if you're looking for sort of setup advice and that sort of thing. Um, no, we're not paid to sell these things. Um, Corn and I have been looking forward to the Enigma since the launch and both of us missed the, the initial um, batch when they were launched. And I know why we did that. Because Dion got them all. No, because John is a bastard and he released them at a convenient time for the States. Yeah, how dare he, he should really adjust it so that we can get in on the drops. Yeah. I was kind of hoping he'd do that, you know, like launch at midnight US time so we could get it at a nice time here, but alas, alack. But that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we're not we're not paid to do this. Um, I really like Fulster stuff. Um, I have... An inside waistband, an outside waistband, floodlights. I've got a Fulster Pro. I have a an Enigma, and I have a. I think it's called City Slicker. This this little J frame holster. Um, I've also used this Fulster Flex. I've got one of those. Um, he he does he does some stuff that I don't think other people have considered. Mm. Um, like 
They they have some of the good stuff in Philly because he like dreams up epic shit. He doesn't live in Philly anymore. Though. Yeah, but that's where it all started. So, <laughs> and the no, thing is, what he's putting together is is something that hasn't been thought of before, and on top of that, it works really, really well. And I think the reason it works is uh, I can't remember the exact time frame, but I think he said he tested Enigma over three years. Mm. Yeah. So, like, there was there was iteration on design and testing it for durability and comfort and concealment and raw speed. There's videos of John, uh, if you just Google Enigma, doing a 0.95 draw to A zone hit from concealment at seven yards, I think. Um, like, that's, that's impressive um, for most guys shooting from their outside waistband. I mean, that's, that's pretty damn slick for a dude coming from concealment. I think what what also helps with their stuff is that they have a little bit less of that sort of institutional inertia of this is what we build or this is what we've always built. Um, so they do some different stuff. You know, I really like my Fulster Pro, um, even if you're not going to run it on, on something like that. You know, it's cool. It's a really good appendix holster. It's ambidextrous. So, you know, a good mate of mine's left-handed and his problem is every time he wants to try a new holster, he has to order a left-handed one and it's substantially harder to sell if it doesn't work for him um, than a right-handed one. You know what the solution is there? Uh, be normal. Yeah, it's, it's either buy a Fulster Ambi or just be normal. Oh, yeah. Pick, pick whichever one is, is easier to, to accomplish. Um, he makes quite a few Ambi holsters. Sorry, guys, go ahead. I was just going to say be left-handed and shoot right-handed. <laughs> well, yeah, you can do what Gaz does and be completely abnormal. <laughs> yeah, but, but in the end, if you're observing from the outside, he looks normal. Uh, I'll go that far. In terms of handedness, not, not really. <laughs> I mean, I've seen him right. That's not normal. So, I am, so T, you've got yours set up in a Falster Pro, right? Yeah. Cool. I am, I'm using a uh, JM Custom Kydex uh, AIWB 2.5 or something uh, for the 1911. That went right on, no problems. Um, the only thing that I did find with the this particular JM holster, I haven't looked at my, my Glock 19 holster, um, the mounting holes for the claw doesn't go for the wing, doesn't go all the way through both sides of the kydex. Um, Weird. So it's a bit of a fuck around getting the posts into place uh, while still maintaining the, uh, the adjustment of the holster in place. So assembling that took a little bit longer, but once it's on, it's on, it's no problem. With the holster like the, uh, the Fulster stuff where the posts go all the way through, that's going to be uh, no biggie. It's not going to be a problem. Nice. So guys. Yeah. You were carrying a Fulster Pro for a while, weren't you? Yes. And yeah, that's going that's to st- So that's going to stick around. So you're going to be using the VG and you're going to be uh, using the, the, the Fulster Pro. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to be running those together. Um, and depending, it's going to be a little bit dependent on the work that I do. 
Um, if I'm doing lots of mechanical work and climbing on the machines and getting full of shavings and that, I'll probably wear the, or carrying heavy things, those kinds of things. I'll probably run with the Forster Pro just because I've got a little, that full body protection on most of the gun. Yeah. Um, but for normal days, other days where I just need something that feels a little less bulky, you know, a little bit less holster, then I'm going to run the VG2 for sure. Awesome. That makes, that makes perfect sense to me. Mm. Um, something that I forgot to mention that uh, I should, um, doesn't matter what holster you have. And I, I started with this earlier when I said, well, it matters because it has to be compatible. If it's compatible, uh, your holster will be tackable once it's uh, on the Enigma. Um, you will be able to tuck your shirt in over it, um, regardless of whether the original holster was in a tuckable configuration or not. Pretty cool. And like properly really tuckable, not, not with those clips t- tucked on your belt that everyone seems to think no one will ever notice. Yeah, it's, it's gone. If you, I've yeah. tucked in the shirt today. If you tuck the shirt, it's, it's gone. It's tucked proper. It's so while we would never recommend that if, you know, carrying a gun, if you work in a place that doesn't, has a policy against carrying a gun, if you were to be naughty and do it, this would probably be the way to do it. But yes. don't do that. There's also the prison pocket J-frame carry, but people will eventually notice with how you walk. Uh, <laughs> I don't think you walked funny. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I don't have a J-frame license yet. I have a couple that I'm in the process with, but so I don't have one. publicly that you're, you have an illegal J-frame. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm suggesting that I might, be, I might be carrying something a little bit bigger than the J-frame. Because <laughs> 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 we don't condone illegal firearms because lots of prison time. Yeah. Lots of prison time. Don't do that shit. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing your guys Enigma because I think that's going to be revolutionary for a lot of people and and carry for a lot of people realistically. Yeah, yeah I'm excited. I'm, I'm hoping I can try and get mine finalized to teach with tomorrow. That'll be fine, just as you've got it. Tighten down the screws and right now. Tighten down Again. the screws. I'm just going to get the leg strap right. Yeah. So seriously, you get the wife to help you with that thing. Because I had to, because I can't reach the back of that stupid, well, stupid, of that thing to adjust the sort of circumference. So I can adjust it up and down. But to do the circumference, I have to take it off and make an adjustment and put it back on. And that turned into a, like, a ball ache. So I just started pulling on it around my leg. And then you end up with a too tight and you struggle to get the clip off or, <laughs> like, well, that's it. It is the only holster with its own built-in tourniquet for your strong side leg. Yes, if you're going to get shot in a gunfight, <laughs> strong side leg, got you covered. <laughs> and I'm excited to play with this thing properly. I was, uh, it's it's going to be fun. Um, it's it's a cool concept, and I, I'm a bit of a a, a, a holster. Um, Oh, I think is the word I'm looking for. I freaking I like I'm fascinated by holsters and um, things like that. Uh, quite quite like original sort of approaches. Yeah, which is what you get with holster makes it really cool. For me, I think what I like with holsters and new holsters and that is 
is probably the the new Kydex. That's what I like the most is the look of of new fresh Kydex that I haven't abused yet. <laughs> <laughs> you are hard on things, aren't you, guys? Yeah, I am hard on holsters. I mean, he is a hard on. Yeah, <laughs> I don't give me shit for being hard on things, but you, you are hard on things. Gaz is should... pretty light on on like red dots, though. Yeah, because he's got one in his rifle. Yes, that he never shoots. Yeah, hey, you shot it the other day. Ah, well, to me, I never shoot it. That he basically <laughs> never shoots. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Touche. Pretty much. Okay. I mean, he's lighter on irons than I am. Yeah. I don't think anyone's so, beaten you on irons yet, Corn. No, I, I don't think so either. I think that uh, Gaz, is, Gaz is rough on surface finishes on guns. Uh, very. Like, if he doesn't wear them out from, like, drawing and reholstering, he wears them out from that... Uh, Acid sweat. Acidic gas sweat. <laughs> yeah. Acidic gas sweat. This is yeah, turning into a little bit of a Mills and Boons. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't afford our OnlyFans, we'll be in the uh, checkout aisle at your local like supermarket <laughs> next to Mills and Boon. <laughs> in soft cover, because we can't do hard cover. <clears throat> Pfizer, Mac. You can get them the same time as your vaccine. (laughs) Ah. So that's holsters spoken about. How did the rifle go last week? Gas shot bloody well. Oh, rifle was fun last week. Mm, It was a fun match. I enjoy shooting, shooting the rifle. Uh, it's it's different, but I see a lot of like correlation to the pistol. It's it's like a weird thing, but I like the rifle. I like the bang. I like feeling the compensator smack me in the face. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, and it's all the bullets. Yes, all the bullets is fun, but that's something that like Epsig rifles have to have, like all the bullets. Not not all the bullets. Like, and no one cares generally what rifle it is or which division you're shooting, as long as it has an obnoxious compensator on it. Oh yeah. Um, if you want people to take notice of your shitty gun, don't put a comp on it because everyone's going to comment on <laughs> put an obnoxious break on it. People will walk away when you get to the line, and no one will look. <laughs> I took the opposite approach because mine's not a shitty gun; it's got a pony on it. Um, I shot the match with a can on the gun. Pew, 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 pew. Which was really yeah. cool. It was freaking quiet. Yeah, um, that is cool. I need so to get adjustable in- gas for it. Yeah. Yeah, that will make a difference, T. So one thing that was really cool was when, when T, we, on our first stage, we had some longer range shots. And what was really cool is that we could actually hear the noise that the bullet makes when it impacts the backstop, which you, you don't hear when you're running compensators and flash hiders in there. Which is really nice to hear. You don't hear anything when you use those. <laughs> yeah. Just that like, white noise. Yeah, like like range commands don't exist. You have standby, beep, and then he needs to wait for you to finish because you're not hearing a thing he says after that. 
<laughs> so, so that was really cool. Uh, I had two malfunctions though, which I think may have been can related um, with the, the big 46 round mags. Um, I had two quite nasty failures to feed. Uh, and I think it's the 40 round P mags with a, uh, like a Terran mag extension on them. And I think there might just be a lack of, of spring pressure oomph to keep up with that bolt with uh, um, the can on it. Bolt cycling faster because it's slightly overgassed now. And, yeah. yeah, it's slightly overgassed. Those cases come out black. Yeah. <laughs> So that might that you you might find that problem will go away if you put adjustable gas on, right, T? Yeah, because yeah. then I can turn it down. Um, it's yeah, just finding can. an adjustable gas block for a skinny barrel rifle is going to be an interesting challenge. Ah, mine's yeah, seven two five or whatever. It's a, or six six two five. I don't know. It's the it's a sixty seven twenty. So it's got the little pencil barrel, which is awesome, but uh, does reduce your options for cool guy stuff. Yeah, that it does. But it's light, which is cool. Yes, and then I put a gigantic honking, honking can on the end, <laughs> which balanced it out. Because if you put the giant honking can on on a heavy barrel, it would be too heavy. <laughs> well, uh-huh. yes. <laughs> so, I think I think next rifle match that we all go to, we're going to shoot cans again, T. I'll shoot cans this time. You put the can on, we'll shoot cans. Hopefully corn will hang around. Um, Yeah. Yes. I will. It was fun. Even if it was against his will. It wasn't as much fun as the the shotgun, but it was fun. Uh, Okay, I had more fun with rifle that match or that day than I did with the shotgun. Uh, I I had more fun with the shotgun that day. You had a piece of a day with a shotgun, dude. I'm I'm not talking about shotgun. Why I did not we have a fun day. We, we, we shot shotgun together. We shot shotgun against one another. We did. I did not have a fun day. T-bag was a beast though. T-bag <laughs> like E1 shotgun overall um, against the dudes with their box guns. Um, and that's not a feat in itself because he is generally right there with them. But I think there was quite a percentage difference in this one. <laughs> Yeah, a, I think Joel shot ninety six percent. Joel shot a, a solid match. Yeah, but four percent on the box gunners. I mean, that's that was fun. That's some short gunning, match, dude. That's some shotgunning. I enjoyed that. Mm. Uh, Gaz won his division. Yes, I did. I got a hundred percent. Yeah, you did. Hundred percent won every stage in standard manual. Yes. Because he so, was the best pumper there, right? He was. Oh. Um. <laughs> uh, and you, uh, your, uh, I want to call it issue, that's not the right word, but your issue with loading the uh, 1301 sorted. Um, uh, it's better. Um, the long tube has taken a lot of the pressure off. Uh, I still need to get one of those... Uh, 1301 Pro things that, that sticks the lift up. Uh, yeah. And I need to practice, but that's, I have shotgun ammo to practice over December now. So um, the, the the loading's a lot easier with the 12 the round tube on it, though. Because uh, getting those last 
few and you're not fighting like immeasurable sort of spring pressure because it's the same it's basically the same spring that I had in the nine round tube as on a 12 round tube um, so there's a lot less less tension on it um, awesome and uh, I've finally got, I've got to pattern it as well it's actually had an idea of of, of where it <laughs> shoots sort of patterns I was dealing with um, uh, so yeah that was cool yeah uh, it was a good day. It was a yeah, good that's, day. So that's the end of our matches for this year, right? Yeah, sadly. Pretty much. I don't know. Are Is there it, any more Golden City matches? <laughs> I think their last uh, match was this week. Yeah, there was a lot. Uh, this oh, Wednesday yeah. on the public holiday, there was a midweek, so there might be a shoot this weekend, but I'm not sure. Hmm. I'm not. Reject. I'm not sure. Which means, if you're listening to this, it, there might have been a match yesterday. If you listen yeah. to this in the day drops. Yeah. Tune in next week. <laughs> Register while you can. Yeah, tune in next week to find out if there was a match or not. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and you'll know by the fact that look, if we talk about it, there probably was one. If we don't talk about it, there probably wasn't one. <laughs> I'd like to shoot a match. Uh, I, I, I think I that knows there is. The the matches I think will start up fairly early in January. Uh, I might be a bit wrong on the date, but I'm sure Vectors first handgun club shoots on the seventh. Yeah, hopefully. So that's a nice early start. Perfect. No, it won't be the seventh. The fifth is a Tuesday. Oh, okay. Good point. Well, it could be on the seventh, but there won't be a lot of people at it. So, uh, uh, oh, the ninth. Ninth, but I'm not sure if uh, I'm not sure if there's a match then. I don't have the calendar up in front of me. I think there is one, but there'll be one earliest in January at Vector for sure. Awesome. Looking forward to that. Yeah. And then, but we need to shoot shotgun over December corn. Mm. We do. I need to uh, pull my gun apart and figure out why I'm having those failures to feed. Or failures to return to battery because it it doesn't quite re-enter battery. It's weird. Um, so, so I your, just, what I saw when I was watching the side of the receiver once or twice is that it cycles all fine. It goes back nice and fast. It starts picking up the next round and three quarters of the way into the round has actually fed halfway into the chamber. It slows down. It's like the lifter engaged or something that slowed the bolt down. Couldn't tell you what mechanically happened, but the bolt went back fast and it was coming forward and then all of a sudden it just like stops. So I had an issue uh, earlier this year with the bolt face um, deforming a small portion on that TTI lifter that I'm using, uh, where it was causing a burr to show up. And that had very similar sort of Mm, symptoms too. And I, I pulled the lifter out. I just polished that section out so it was smooth. And it ran well since then. Um, but this past weekend, last weekend, whenever the shotgun match was, um, I had, I think I had issues on three of the four stages yeah, um, of the gun not returning to battery on one of the rounds. Um, I'll yank that apart again and see if that is happening. If that is happening again, uh, I'm probably going to just like pull that lifter out and replace it. Um, might be an issue with heat treatment or something because yours, you're running the same thing in your M2 and it doesn't do that. Yeah, I've had a tear, I've had a tear in my M2 since it was new. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
it might just be that I got a dad that isn't properly heat treated or something. Let's take that gun apart completely though and just see what's happening there. Yep. Because um, it's weird. It's it's a very peculiar malfunction for that gun. Um, yeah. It's it is strange. We'll we'll get that sorted out though. We'll uh like I said, I'll I'll pull it apart. I'm thinking it's probably that lifter again, but uh if it isn't gotta be something else, I'll I'll dig it and find it. But it it is the lifter, I'm just going to can that thing and just replace it. Um to avoid more repeats. Yeah. Yes. No, no functions are a problem. Yeah. And it's shown itself that it's not it's it's not just done it once like it was a one-off. So it's something that has to be investigated and, and rectified properly. Exactly. But even if it only happened once at this match, I would like to still have found out what it was. Um, yeah. Because unfortunately on the, the two of the stages where this happened, I knew it was happening. So I just like hit the bolt back into battery and continued. Uh, but on the first one, when it happened, because it's so uncommon for it to happen on these guns, um, I thought my gun was empty, which didn't make sense in my head because I hadn't fired enough rounds. Um, but because it went, it, it felt like the bolt had locked open. Uh, it hadn't, it just hadn't like returned. Um, I then decided that I need to run my match saver. And I ran the match saver into the load port that was effectively had a round in it. Um, so that turned into a complete cluster of, of a comedy of errors, shall we say, um, which cost me greatly. Shotgun brazzers. Yes, exactly. Shotgun brazzers. <laughs> <laughs> it was still fun. It was nice to shoot with you guys. Um, yeah, that it was. Yeah, that it was. I had a job. Stuff. We need to make a plan to go and shoot some uh, some clays. I'll uh, I'll need to check if they're open and when they're open. And. Uh, We'll make a plan to go shoot some shotgun tea. Not not yeah. plays, but some 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 Ipsic shotgun. And uh Gaz, we need to go do some uh uh some pistol stuff, specifically yeah. carry stuff. So we'll go yeah. do the Gabe White stuff. Um fine. especially now that we have Oh no, yeah, you're invited, fuck nut. Fine, fine. <laughs> uh, now that we have the uh the Fulsters, the Enigmas. Uh, it'll be interesting to run some of the stuff on the clock using the yeah. setup to, to figure out where we are and what we need to do. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be cool. Uh, it's all going to be fun. Lots to do. I'm, I'm looking forward to doing some some of the concealed gear work with both of you guys. That's going to be nice. Uh, so yeah, I think I was going to have my replacement 407K back in time. Um, but unfortunately, no such luck. Yeah, you're now at a point where you're going to have to wait till next year because I think everyone's closed now. Yeah, and the people who aren't closed just don't care anymore because I know I stopped caring about two weeks ago. <laughs> well, uh, that's a lie. I think I stopped caring about four years ago, but... <laughs> <laughs> that checks out. Yeah. So, as always, we we are very appreciative of all of our supporters and listeners. Um, we've appreciated all of the feedback and commentary that we've got from everybody. Oh, no, and we'd like to 
give a big thanks to all of the guys who gave us the correct rating of a minimum of five stars. You guys done well and you're part of the club. And for anybody who's now going to be giving us a rating, please, minimum of five stars. If any, if it's any less than that, we've we've seen what happens there. <laughs> <laughs> Later, losers. <laughs>